Welcome to Pushing Through. I'm Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid, BJ Armstrong. And BJ, it is All-Star Weekend in the NBA. How are you celebrating? Yep, yep, you were yep, an All-Star yep, once upon All-Star a time. All-Star Weekend. <laughs> I, I, I had on my All-Star stuff, but I don't know what happened. It's, someone must have swiped it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But how am I celebrating? I'm getting geared up. <laughs> I, I, I got my tech stuff going. You know, I'm... yeah. Virtual coaches, everything is virtual. Yeah, you can you just know. get on Zoom now and talk to everybody at All Star Weekend. You don't have to fly to Cleveland and hang out in the 19 degree sleeting weather. You can just sit in your house in an undisclosed location and have all these conversations. You know, it's it's unbelievable watching this <laughs> business. You know, it's like the game is like a sideshow now, right? You know, it's like everything but the game matters at All Star Weekend. Yeah, I saw uh, Adam Silver, the commissioner. Of course, he he announced the metaverse. The NBA is in the metaverse, and Shaquille O'Neal is voicing some coach in the metaverse, and I, I just had to log off, BJ. I'm, I'm 28 years old, and even I was like, I, I can't keep up with this, so I, I logged off. But you're right. <laughs> and let, let, me, let me guess what the joke was that everyone laughed. This meta coach, or whatever you call it, this virtual coach, He's going to make free throws. <laughs> oh yeah, they're dying. They're dying. And then he can fly. He can fly like Superman. <laughs> hey, 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 and he makes free throws. <laughs> people love that. Okay. People, people love to laugh. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? But yeah, it, it's absolutely. like you said, the basketball is secondary. So let's talk about some basketball because this primary sure. on this show, I'm pushing through. And last night, uh, before the All Star break kicked in, we got a showdown between two teams I think might meet in the Eastern Conference uh, Finals this year. When we're talking about the Milwaukee Bucks with Giannis Antetokounmpo and Joel Embiid in the Philadelphia 76ers. And last night, Joel Embiid made a personal statement to the world. I'm here, I'm ready, and I'm excited for this showdown with Giannis Antetokounmpo. And what'd you see, BJ? Because I saw a lot of good basketball last night. Well, without question, you know, you, you had to observe, whether you were aware of it or not, you had to observe the game within the game between Giannis and Joel. A lot of respect between those two, as you could tell. Lots of respect, and you can tell both of those men have a lot of pride. Yes. Now, Joel won the, the, the individual battle last night. He wins the game. And Joel, without question, you know, he has, you know, what is it, 50 games? I don't know how many games they've played thus far in the season. Joel Embiid right now is the leading candidate for the MVP in the league. Mm. He He's – he – has solidified that he is going to be in the running. They're the three okay. seed the Sixers are in the Eastern Conference, two and a half games back going into the break. Okay. And it's just what it is. Joel Embiid right now is the MVP of the league. So, mm-hmm. you know, DeMar DeRozan deserves to be mentioned. Do I think he will win it? No. But he deserves to be mentioned. Yes. He's playing at a very high level. Same with Chris Paul. I think he's in the same category where he should be in this Chris conversation. Paul deserves to be mentioned, mm-hmm. but highly unlikely that he will be that he will win. I think the three man race is Joel, Giannis, Jokic. Yes, I think it's a three man race. Right and now. I think those three you could argue are the best three players in the NBA. Yeah, I, you know, as you know, Giannis is the best player in the NBA. Yes. When KD is healthy, you got to put him somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Top three. Okay. So I think I just like to say, I think all of those guys are top five players right now. Yes. And depending 
on what have you. I think Giannis, the reason I hold him at number one, because I think he's the most complete player on both sides of the basketball because of the way the game is played and because of his ability to play inside and outside, okay, on the perimeter. And Giannis is the only player out of those four players that I just mentioned that's still an unfinished product. Mm -hmm. He's unfinished because he is going to get better from the free throw line. He's going to get better from the perimeter. He's already defensive player of the year. And he has the most versatility to guard Giannis, can guard Joel Embiid, he can guard Kevin Durant, he can guard whomever, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, so forth and so on. And because of all of that versatility, he, to me, is the best player. And then everyone else, depending on how they're playing, I think Joel Embiid is playing at the highest level right now, if this makes sense. No, it so, does. Yeah, you know, Joel Embiid, to me, last night, he made a statement. He won the game. And now he has the bragging rights. Now, I'm sure when they play again, <laughs> yeah. the big fella. Gian, Giannis was very ready. upset after yeah, the game. The, the big fella, <laughs> there's a lot of pride there for a lot of different reasons. Yes. I'm sure the big fella will be ready mm-hmm. for that challenge. And I loved him being matching it. up with Giannis, you know, in crunch time. He, he you have How else can you match up with him? You have to match up with him. Joel, it may be the only player that's big enough to take on his initial thrust. He's, he may be the only player that can do that. And I think but, that's why Giannis was frustrated after the game because, you know, he was a little bit stifled. Well, I think Giannis was frustrated because Giannis just had it coming off a 50-piece, and Giannis had an opportunity to make a, a statement himself, especially at home. Mm-hmm. But give JoJo credit. JoJo showed up and showed out. And he, you know, I so I, I you know, as I think about it, I think those two are really kind of in the race. And then Jokic is right there. Jokic is capable because Jokic is capable of having a 50, 20, 15 game. <laughs> yeah, he's having his, he's running like, his own race. And yeah, he's playing and, and, better and than he did last saying, year well, and he was MVP yeah, last year. Exactly. And then I think people are starting to catch on. He's actually doing this minus Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a Chris Middleton. Okay. And Jojo, you know, what makes his impressive is he was doing this minus Ben Simmons, and now all of a sudden he will have James Harden. So, uh, you know, I just think you know, look, Jokic is Jokic. You know, you you know what I refer to him as. He's 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 he. That's my guy. I I love him. <laughs> I love what he plays. And um, but it's, it should make it should make for interesting. An interesting race coming down the stretch here because it's it's a close one. Yeah, and it's those three guys, and I think you said it last night. It was probably those two battling off, you know, each other for the MVP. So JoJo goes into the break, and he has the advantage uh, as we head back. But don't get comfortable, <laughs> JoJo. Don't get comfortable because <laughs> this changed a lot. And last year he had a similar situation where he was kind of the favorite. And then, you know, gets injured and then, you know, Jokic obviously ends up being the MVP. But I think those three, you're right, those three bigs, um, for lack of a better term, they're all going to be the MVP guys. And then maybe you you throw in, a, you know, Steph Curry or Chris Paul or, you know, Kevin DeRozan, whatever argument you want to make. DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan. You put DeMar DeRozan in there. He yeah. deserves to be in there. I want to make sure that we get him because DeMar DeRozan is on a nice run. Yes. He's on it. So I want to make sure he gets in there I'm, because you don't know what as a guard, especially a guard who doesn't play and shoot threes. He's just having a very, very nice year. 
Mm. I mean, a great year. It's mm. not even nice. It's a great year. He's having an MVP caliber year. And just make sure – I want to make sure we recognize what he's doing because he's playing the game at a high level and they're winning, Tate. So that's – it's all good. It's all good. And we're going to keep pushing his name out there. But I don't know if he's in the same category as those two. Giannis and Embiid in the playoffs matching up against each other in a seven-game series, that's primetime television. That's something I want to see. How about we get rid of the other eight players and just get to what we really want to get to? <laughs> one-on-one. Okay? Just a one-on-one. I don't really want to see the other guys playing, we, we, right? They should do wanna... like – remember when Magic and Michael were going to do the king of the court thing? Yeah, they should do that with Giannis they, and Embiid, yeah, yeah, king of the court. That, that, we would, The ratings would be better. The games would be way more competitive. <laughs> I would watch every minute of that. Yeah, I don't need to. I don't need to see Giannis kick it out to Pat Connaughton. I, yeah, I need to see him need, go yeah, one on one with the beat. Yeah, I don't need the the kickouts and hey hey. I don't need all of the other stuff. Timeouts. I don't mm-hmm. need any of that. Mm-hmm. One ball, one basket, no referees, and let those guys go at yeah. it. May the best man win. Yeah, that's that's now that to me is basketball. That's what I want to see. <laughs> that's what the park wants to see too. You know, everybody yeah, in the park wants to see those two guys go head to head. Uh, I want to ask you, BJ, uh, some things that you might be excited about this weekend at All Star Weekend. Oh. First and foremost, tonight we got the uh, Rising Stars game, which uh, they did a draft and there's coaches. That's on my schedule, Tate. Wink, wink. That's on my schedule. That's on your schedule? Yeah. Yeah, it's on my schedule. Come on. Are you kidding me? So we got the Rising Stars game. <laughs> we got the Rising Stars game. We got Team Worthy, of course, James Worthy, big game James. We got Isaiah Thomas coaching. We got Gary Payton, and we got Rick Barry. And those are, are your liaisons to these teams. And then we got a lot of stars in this game. My favorite of the group, Anthony Edwards. I, I feel like if there was anything, you know, that you watch this game for, it's probably for that guy. He is a he is you know a what? superstar. I, I want to say this, you know, I, I love to call things before they happen. Yeah. I mean, that's like my favorite thing, you know, like <laughs> you've done it a lot. You called James Harden to yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I like to call it before it happens because at least that shows that you're watching. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, everyone likes to tell me after the fact. Anthony Edwards is playing in the wrong game. I think so, too. And I want to go off on – I want to go off a little bit. Anthony Edwards is playing in the wrong game. I agree. Okay. Have you seen this guy play? Like, Anthony Edwards should be in the big, in the, in the big game. Yeah. He should not be at the kids' table. He, he needs to be over there where the big boys are at. Anthony Edwards – now, I, I'm going to say it. He's one of the elite players on that wing position. Mm-hmm. And I don't care who else, whoever else you put out there. Anthony Edwards can handle his he, – he can sit at the big boy table and handle himself against any wing player in the NBA. So, all right, he's playing in this game. What do y'all call it? The Rising Stars? Rising Stars. No, no, I'm not calling him the rising star. Yeah. Especially with LaMelo. Anthony Edwards is a star. Yeah, I think he and LaMelo. I don't know what game game. y'all watching. Anthony, I'm going to say this right now because I'm not going to wait for next year. Anthony Edwards is the best player on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Today. Anthony Edwards is the best. Anthony Edwards could very well be the best player in the NBA provided he continues on the path that all the great players go on, which is. They got to live in the gym. Mm-hmm. When I say best player, that means he could be a most valuable player in this league. He is that talented. And he's just doing this now having fun. I mean, the kid looked like he has fun. The greatest interview in the NBA without question. Yes. 
If I was in the media, I'm just going to Anthony Edwards all week and just want to hear what he has to say. I don't want to hear. I, I, I want to interview these other guys. Mm-hmm. Let, let's just go to him. Anthony Edwards could be the most valuable player in this league. So let's get ready, ladies and gentlemen. Minnesota, get that done. You have a player now for the next 10 years. And keep him on the path where all the great ones. Put something new to your game every summer. And I guarantee you in two or three years from today, that guy will be in these MVP conversations. Yeah. Because he's as gifted of an athlete and a player, I've seen him a long time, at that wing position. He's strong. He's athletic. I mean, we hands, talked about, we compared dunk, that first step to D-Wade, Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. He got, a, he got a great first step. Yep. And he's fearless. No, he wants to jump with anybody. <laughs> I, 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 you know what? You, you, you know, and you, like you, know you know a guy was good when he takes off, everyone else just gets out of the way. And he's a guard. It's not like he's Shaq or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. This guy is like, he takes off. Everybody just like, oh, that's that's Ant-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Ant-Man can fly. Uh, yeah, so let's get him out of the, 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 the this game and get him to the big boy game. I think he should have been in the dunk contest also. That's I mean, when I when I look well, at things. You know, it, it, these guys are different now. Every You know, these guys don't want to be known as dunk. You know, and I get it. You know, it, this this whole thing. But this, this, this is your problem. It's not my problem. This is your problem. You guys are all into your branding and, and all this stuff. But you know what? Come on, like yeah. I think if they let that bright light is shining, when that bright light is shining, and you a star, go stand in front of that light. Yeah, I think Anthony Edwards would compete in every single event if he was allowed. If he was an all star, Anthony Edwards would be in the dunk contest, the three point contest, the skills challenge, the all star game. I think if you, I just want to see. (laughs) I think he would do it all, honestly. I just want to see (laughs) Anthony Edwards interview after winning the dunk contest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just I, I just wanted to see the interview. Yeah. I mean, this guy is a star on and off the court. I really he, he can't help fascinating. himself. You just turn on the camera and he he's got yeah, yeah, he's yeah. got it built in. So. I find him interesting. You Me know too. what I mean? Like I want to hear what he has to say. Me too. I want to see him sit down with Oprah. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to see. <laughs> I want to see this guy sit down. You know, and have a two hour conversation with Oprah. Come on, yeah. This is great. This is great entertainment. And he can play. He's real. He's the real deal. He's he's a star. I think the guy is a star. He's definitely an all star. You're right. He's in the wrong game. Is there? Yeah, he's in the wrong. Game. Is there yeah, anyone? The NBA got this wrong. They got it wrong. Yeah, is there anyone in this weekend at the All Star game? I mean, maybe it's the Phoenix Suns. Obviously, you know, no starting spots for the best team in basketball. Is there any kind of game within the game that you're trying to look for? Because I remember, you know, we were there in Chicago. You know, in 2020, Kawhi Leonard kind of let everybody know, hey, I'm that dude in this league right now. Is there any of that messaging that might happen? Maybe with Giannis or Chris Paul. Devin I think Booker? I think Giannis is going. To, I think Giannis has a statement to make. I the, the you know you know what's interesting about this year is that it's up for grabs. There's no clear cut favorite mm-hmm. this year. You know, it's not any. You know, we said at the beginning of the season, oh Brooklyn, Brooklyn, they're the, they're the clear cut favorite. Now they're a project. Miami, yeah, yeah, Miami, they got a legit shot. Milwaukee, hey man, we're the defending champions. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia is like, hey, we got two superstars. Yeah, we, we we got another guy. We feel now we can we can do this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Chicago is they're right there. Phoenix, man, we got the best record in the league. Why aren't we getting <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, some point you're gonna believe Draymond is gonna come back. 
The and Warriors then, have a conversation. Then Warriors the have Nuggets a conversation. have a conversation because of Jokic. Okay, yeah. Luka so, and the Mavericks. So I think there will be a lot of game, gamesmanship being played here, in particular with Giannis. Because until someone knocks him off, he's still the defending champion. Mm. So I think Giannis has an opportunity, just like I felt he had an opportunity last night playing against Philadelphia, is to make a little statement. You keep making these little statements. You keep winning these little battles, and suddenly you fin, you, you win you know, the ultimate battle, right? And somebody's got to emerge as the best player. Someone has to emerge. Yeah. And, and whoever emerges as the best player in this little event we call the All-Star Weekend – I think we'll have a mental edge on the rest of the other players. Which, I mean, that kind of describes that journey, which is a lonely journey we've talked about on the show, but that journey to being the best guy, the best player on the planet, it's all these little battles throughout the season until you win the ultimate war, you know, at the end. And Giannis, you know, last night he lost a battle, but this weekend is a separate battle. And like you said, you keep adding up those victories. I mean, he got LeBron James and the Lakers. LeBron James, after they you know got beat by the Bucks, and Giannis had an amazing game. He said after the game, we have no chance to get to their level. You know what I mean? That's that's winning a battle along the way. To I mentally have this advantage where you know I'm better than you, and I am supposed to win. And this is another you know another one of those notches on the old belt that Giannis can get. Yeah, like I said, you know, I think it's going to be fascinating everything that's going to happen this weekend. And I'm really looking forward to it because there used to be a time, and somehow it got lost, that you went to All-Star Weekend to make a statement. Yeah, I mean, I remember, like, the 2001 All-Star game. And, I mean, there was, like, AI was there to make a statement. Vince was trying to make a statement. Jason Kidd's making a statement, you know. And they were going hard at each other. Like, AI and JK were going hard at each other, guarding each other. Yeah, and and listen – if you want to win a championship, your best player has to establish that he is the best player. Mm-hmm. Whoever you face, right? You need every advantage you can get. Okay? So, I, I remember, I'm just giving examples. David Robinson was the MVP, but Akeem wanted to establish he was the best player. I remember when Charles Barkley was the MVP. Michael wanted to establish he was the best player. 1993. Okay, so, you know, I get it. The award now solidifies these guys, and now it's like he's the MVP, and you just like, you don't. There used to be a time, though, Tate, where. You might be the MVP, but I'm going to show you I'm better than you. Yeah. You're the MVP. (laughs) That's the politics. Yeah, in name only. Yeah. But on the streets, (laughs) y'all know what it is. Come on, let's let's stop sugarcoating it, Tate. Y'all know what it is. There used to be a time, Tate, where you actually had to prove yourself. Yeah. Now, people just, this guy is the GOAT. This guy is the greatest. Uh, this guy is this. You know what? This weekend, if I was coaching or I was an executive in the NBA and we had a legit chance to win a championship, I would be asking the player that's going to play in that game on Sunday, hey, where are we working out tomorrow? and Saturday to make sure that we're ready to go because the player who, who the player who comes out of the ashes mm. as the best player in the NBA and they all concede it. Because right now if you ask 
who's the best player in the NBA, you might get five different answers. Oh, yeah. Five different Every, everybody's got a different answer. Oh, uh, you're going to have KD, and then you're going to still have LeBron. Curry. And then you're going to have some Giannis, and then you're going to say, oh, look, Philadelphia, Joel. Mm-hmm. So then you're going to get Golden State, Curry. You're going to have – someone has to come out of this and say, that's the best player. And I think Giannis knows that. <laughs> I can tell the way he played last night. That bothered him last it night. It really bothered him. Yeah, it, it took him a second for him to kind of like let his guard and, and, back down. And, I, and I, I love it that it bothered yeah. because I don't have to talk to him to know what he was really trying to establish because he knows he's going to see JoJo. And when you see another great player, there's no stopping a great player. You have to contain this great player. Mm-hmm. And you got to put doubt in that other player that you don't really want to do this. Yeah, you don't want to play this game with me. See, this is what Giannis knows now. Giannis knows the following. He's the most dominant physical player in the league against everyone else in the league, except for Joe. JoJo. Yep. Exactly. And JoJo knows he can't stop Giannis, but he knows one thing he can do against Giannis. He can play bully ball. Mm -hmm. Giannis can play bully ball with the best of them. There's only there's only one person that can give the exact same brunt of force or maybe more, and that's Joel. Jo, I'm sorry, JoJo can play bully ball with anybody. Yeah, he may be the biggest bully in the NBA. <laughs> yes. Now, Giannis, that's maybe the only player in the league he can't play bully ball against, which is going to force Giannis to do something that we say right now in his game is probably the least polished. B- b- and which is his outside shooting. Yes. That's why Jordan, when he gave the shrug, because give Clyde Drexler credit. He was sagging. He said, you're a great player. <laughs> I'm going to take away your ability to attack the basket. I can match you physically. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to beat me, you're going to have to beat me here. <clears throat> and to Jordan's credit, he said, I'm not going to wait to the fourth quarter to find out whether I'm hot. I'm going to do this early in the game. See, this is the stuff that gets me excited yeah, about the game. Yeah, me too. I mean, that, that's the if, game within the game. If yeah. Giannis is going to beat JoJo, this is the only player that forces Giannis to go to the weakest part of his game. If Giannis is consistent from the free throw line, it's a wrap. I'm telling you right now, when Giannis, it's not if, when he becomes consistent, from the perimeter. I he don't even have to get to the three-point area. It's over. Mm-hmm. It's over. He's the best conditioned. If he's not the strongest, he's one of. Length, handle, defense, versatility. It's only one part of the game that you can hope that he doesn't start making perimeter shots. Then it will eliminate your even idea that you can build a wall around him let alone match him up with JoJo. The reason I think this is important is because JoJo is the only player that can withstand his initial thrust. Mm -hmm. He's the only player. You can see teams like Phoenix, they've built, they got a three-headed monster out there at the center position to deal with one man. They're just throwing bodies and they got six fouls. That's 18 fouls. Mm -hmm. They got to deal with one person. Mm -hmm. 
and all those guys so, are big guys, but they're they're they know they're gonna get bumped off the spot. I mean, Aiton last year it worked yeah. for a little while, and then eventually he wore down. It was like I can't I can't endure this guy. Giannis mm-hmm. is a he is he is as interesting of a player to me because he could go on a run if he figures it out this year and wins back to back. We have a real conversation as he might go on a Jordan type run. He's gonna go on. A, he's gonna go on. A, he's gonna go on a run regardless because he's he's gotten better from last year. He's better this year. Mm-hmm. That's what I was gonna say. His shots and his free throws have already improved from last improved. season. He's gonna go on a run. He's going it, without question. It's just a matter of when it's gonna happen because you're seeing that he's playing these games within the games now. He's just kind of laying back. He knows. He knows. He knows. What's going to keep him from getting to the finals? It's only one guy. That guy's in Philadelphia. Yeah. And I think last night you could see it kind of wash over him, that reality. Because he (laughs) knows he can't have those 70. He can't have 17. He can't be 17 for 21 against JoJo. Yeah. He's going to have to hit some threes. He's going to have to hit that free throw line extended before JoJo say, okay, I got to step out. Because once JoJo steps out, now – now it's he first. Now he's got the first step. He can try step. to get by him. Use that quickness. Bingo. Yeah. Once Michael started making those threes, <laughs> yeah. Clyde was like, "I got to step out." And now we're playing Michael's no, game. No, 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 now no, I can do whatever I want. I can go inside. This go is the outside. only now game that Giannis can't dictate. Mm-hmm. Do I think he could dictate a seven-game series? Yes. But you might have to lose a game or two to get to the seventh game. Yeah. At home or whatever the case may be, because JoJo was spectacular last night. The kid. Uh, the, the little guard, uh, Maxi, he was, oh, man. They they played screen roll last night, and they weren't leaving JoJo, which left Maxi wide open. So th- the coaching staff knows it. Yeah, give, give Maxi credit. I mean, that guy, he's already playing like a vet point guard, and he's a young oh, kid. Hey, he, 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 you know what? Doc Rivers, man, Doc Rivers coaches. Doc Rivers one of the players, one of the coaches I would love to play for if I was a player because he – he gives you he gives you confidence. Yeah, and he gives you game. Like he like he, yeah, he you he learn. Gives you confidence. And like yeah. like this guy allowed Maxi. He just ran one play. He was like, okay, we're just gonna run this play. You and JoJo just see what they do. <laughs> and Milwaukee was like, no, we're not showing our hand. Milwaukee could have easily won that game last night because you can't tell me that they're gonna let this guy just score like. In the third quarter, this guy had like 10, 12 points or something he had. I don't know what he had there. In the, if we're, in the if we're in the playoffs, they're going to do something to stop that, or at least try to make it they're adjustment. But like something. you said, they're not going to show their hand in the regular season because they're they're expecting at some point to see these guys in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You Listen. Which is why this regular season has been fun. We, we saw Phoenix do this with the Warriors where they were like, we're going to, you know, we're going to put this guy on Draymond. We're going to pick up full court. You know what I mean? We're the, all these little things are happening as we look forward and, and they try to foreshadow what's going to happen in the playoffs, which is that's what we want to see in the NBA. Yeah, we're, we're going we're, we're gonna to get it. We're, we're, like I, said, I, I think Milwaukee could have easily won that game because I think their coaches could have made some adjustments. And the coaches know it. You can tell the way they were playing. right? You can tell the way they were playing. And, and we got to get Serge into the fold. Yeah, I, I like that he was out there last night. I mean, he had uh, two possessions back-to-back where he, like, impacted, you know, had some rim protection there. But, you know, I mean, they're still I don't think they can beat the. I don't think they can beat this team without getting at least double figures from the center position. They need Brooke Lopez. You got to give – you got to keep – you have to keep Joel and Embiid engaged in the game on both ends of the court. Yeah. 
He, Brooke he's got to be concerned with stop. the other center yeah. for for Brooke the Lopez Bucks. can't stop Joel. Nobody can. Yeah. But Brooke Lopez is capable of scoring twenty to twenty five points if Joel doesn't step out. Yep. Which would free up Giannis, and Serge is going to have to fill that void quickly if they're going to beat him. Great game, great job, big time effort. Yeah. You know, Giannis has what thirty something. JoJo has what forty something. Forty two. Yeah. For so you know what. And I like the fact when players are mad. When players are mad, now nah, that means you got to do something about it. Yeah, I like that. I also, I'm interested, Midas and I were talking about this. Uh, the Sixers, like on the buyout market, they probably are going to add another big, you know, to this team. And one of those guys that's on the market, BJ, is Robin Lopez. And I like the idea of Robin being the backup for Philadelphia, Robin versus Brooke, you know what I mean? That that might be a gamesman move right there. You know, uh, you know, I... I, I, you know, I love the Lopez. You know, the Lopez's are, they do it for me. You know, yeah, you know, they're, they're some of my favorite guests we've ever had. Uh. As an agent, those guys are like dream clients. You know what I mean? They, they really you know, are. All, 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 all they want is Disney World tickets. That's it. Yeah. yeah know, they want I, Disney, I love Disney plus passwords. Yeah. These guys, these guys leave the day the season ends and they go to Disney World all around the world. Yeah. <laughs> and they come back, and, they, and I don't know how they stay in shape. And they, and they've been doing this now for 14, 15 years. That's that's the perfect, and they just have fun. We could talk about lightsabers. We could talk about Disney Plus, Marvel, <laughs> DC Comics. Those guys are the best. So, you know, Robin Robin is a very, very, very good player. Would be, you know, the the, the Sixers lost a, a good backup player in uh, Andre Drummond. Yeah. That's what I mean. They so, got to get another big for JoJo, especially to well, go up against you know, Giannis. Well, yeah, JoJo gets in, JoJo gets in any type of foul trouble right now. They they have a problem. That's what happened with Aiden. They got Aiden in foul trouble. They have a problem. So that, that's what I'm saying. So I I think what I learned last night, their room, their margin of error. Talking about the Sixers is very small. If everything goes right, but you can't count on everything going right. Foul trouble, bad matchup. Someone gets hot. You don't think about it. They could be in trouble in a seven-game series. Mm-hmm. But certainly last night, they found the formula that worked. That's all that matters. And um, I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what it's going to look when James comes back. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see. Me too. Because I hope that JoJo doesn't start hanging out on the perimeter. I really do. I I I, I hope that they... I hope that they get it. I feel like they do get it. And I think if that's the case, well, then Joe's yeah, going to keep you, playing the way he's I, playing. I think it was great. The first game, I, I felt like the Sixers versus Boston, I felt that they were distracted. That was not good. You know, well, it wasn't good it was because, you know, oh, man, you got James. You've been hearing about it all day. I'm sure in Philadelphia, the, the, the news and the TV is flooded. James is here. We're going to win, da, da, da. And then somebody forgot to tell the guys that are actually playing, you got to play the game. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we're going to win it now. Practice was good. Every, you see the video. <laughs> you know, JoJo's everybody's having step fun. Back. Everybody's yeah, everybody, uh, yeah. You know, it, but someone forgot to tell you, hey, man, we got to play the game. And I thought that was – and you know what? As I was watching the game, I always liked the, the coach's reaction. Doc didn't react. But you know what's the sign of a great coach? 
what what a turnaround it was in the next game. Yeah, they were like, we're going to make up for that performance. See, to me, that's what show, it, you don't you you don't you know stick your chest out when the thing when when the things are good. You don't start blowing your head when the things are bad. You just stay the course. Mm. If you got a good game plan, you just stay the course. Some nights are going to be that way. You know, I can remember we having great days of practice, and we just came out the next night and we stunk it up. <laughs> and you're like, you know, what happened? When I was early in my career, I'd be like, damn, what happened, man? Like, you know, how many times you hear coaches going, oh, man, I had a great day of practice, great, you know, great disc. And then I've been around where, you know, we had an awful practice, awful shoot around, <laughs> plane was late, bags are missing, and we just came out and played like nobody's business, Tate. Mm. But you, if you stick to your principles like Philly did, hey, man, things happen. Yeah, it goes up and down, but like you said, stay even keeled. If you stay on the stay path, even keeled, you'll be good. And then, you, and then they win a game. That was really – It was important. A, I thought that was, was a really important, important win. Yeah, It was an important game for them, and I thought it was important to let James know we can win without you. Exactly. I thought that was really important for them. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought was important because what you don't want at this stage of the season is someone believing they got to play hero basketball. To save you. Yeah. So I thought that was important for the Sixers – now James is like, man, they beat Milwaukee without me. So, okay, I got to fit in. I got to fit in where I'm I get in. You, I'm telling you, Tate, mm-hmm. I'm telling you this right now. The James Harden that we're thinking is going to come to Philly, if he comes, they're not going to win. If we see the James Harden that's going to do all of, the, all of the defensive things and make the commitment on that end of the court, this Philadelphia 76 team has a real chance. They really do. If he comes in and he's committed to everything on the other side of the basketball, not the offensive stuff, because what I'm really looking for James to do, as I was watching them last night, you know what I'm really looking forward to him doing? Is really carrying the second unit. Mm. Because you don't really need James on the first unit. Maxie can do that. Yeah, Maxie's kind of perfect for that. You know what I mean? Like you said, Maxie can do that. It's hard for a guard to figure out how to play around a big, and Maxie has figured out how to play. Maxie can do that. Yeah, to do that. Okay, Maxie can do that. Where I think James Harden can really flourish is now when JoJo's not in the game, you have a player who can carry the second unit. Mm. That to me is what's exciting because I want to see if he can actually carry the second unit because Jojo's got to get all the touches on the first unit. This idea that Jojo is going to start playing screen role with James Harden. No, let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, bigs who can score like Jojo. They're not saying I'm setting a screen. I was going to say they, they don't the need ball. screen roll because they can get Jojo their own don't shot. need a screen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jojo <laughs> don't. Jojo don't need a screen. Yeah, <laughs> that's just more work for the big fella. Yeah. He got a rebound. He got a block shots. He got to bang with the other guy. He got to anchor the defense. He got to run from in line to in line, and then he got to run from the post to set a screen for you to throw the ball back to him. No, just throw the ball to me, and we can cut all of that out. Mm-hmm. So. That's how I see it playing out. I don't think the James that we're 
that we're discussing, you know, what he did in Houston is going to work. I don't think the James that you saw in Brooklyn is going to work. There's going to have to be a new James. And Doc is going to make sure that he tries to break all of those habits that he's developed over the years because championship habits are totally different. Yeah, Doc and Sam Cassell. Sam Cassell can't wait to try to break those habits. I can see it on his face. Well, you, 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 <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I, I've been in both situations, so yeah. I can say this. Like, you know what? I mean, there are habits you have when you're in a good team, and then there are habits you develop when you're in a bad team. The habits on a good team are much more taxing and require much more effort and energy than the ones when you're not winning. Mm -hmm. So hopefully James Harden understands it. The sooner, the better. And if he does, I think they have an excellent opportunity to reach their goal. Now, what happens? You need a little luck when you get in there, Tate. You know, everybody needs a little luck when you get there. But I think they, if he does that, and if I see him hustling and defending, when and we see James Harden shots, dive for a ball on a random possession, then, then, then I, we'll then, know. Then I know. Then then I'll know. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for. Oh, he had he had 48. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, he, he he's capable of doing that. I would love to if he had like nine, nine, and nine, and dove on the floor, you know, five or six times. You know, that that would be nice. Hey, when you win in this league and you play winning basketball, it don't show up on the stats. Mm -hmm. Tate, that, that's, that's what the analytics don't show you. That's why people like P.J. Tucker winning, and Draymond Green, they, they don't When you care. win yeah. in this league and you win and play at a championship level, that doesn't show up on the stats. Yeah, there's no heart metric. There's no effort metric. There's no energy metric. <laughs> Maybe we can start that metric. Yeah. Maybe, maybe <laughs> those are really the ones that those are the things that you can't really read, <laughs> you know, on the stat sheet or between the lines. Thanks. Now, when I see James Harden playing that game, because he's capable, James Harden's a big man. When he starts playing that game, then I know. Okay, now we're talking business, because that's what I want. I, I, I want to talk about the game. I don't want to talk about, you know. What he wore? Did you see his outfit? Did you see his drip the other night? You know what I mean? Yeah. My son was like, "Dad, did you see James Harden drip?" I was like, "Who's?" I was looking at the game. I didn't see what he was playing, what he was wearing against Boston. Where I was looking at the players. Yeah, he looked like he was in the new Batman movie. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know, Tate. I'm just looking at the game. I'm just old. Well, Let me be well there you go. We got we got the game this weekend, the All Star game. I'm watching those three guys, our MVP favorites. I think that. They're all competing against each other. JoJo, Giannis, and and uh, Jokic, I think, are all uh, trying to send a message this weekend. Because I think we, we underestimate how much Jokic gets a little offended that they, you know, his MVP doesn't get the respect he deserves. So I wouldn't be his shocked. His MVP gets the respect. I wanted people to stop saying that. That's a narrative. That's a narrative. All right. That's a narrative. All right. His MVP doesn't get the respect. I see this guy gets doubled and triple teamed every night I watch him play. Yeah, yeah, the players, who's, the players respect. Who's him. not respecting him? True, it's the media. Man, I don't see a team going. Oh man, this guy really can't play. He didn't deserve it. I'm <laughs> I, to, and to embarrass this guy. I'm just going to play my guy one on one against him. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. No. Who's disrespecting this guy? The media, but they don't matter. You know, you gotta leave it alone. I don't see anybody disrespecting Jokic. Mm -hmm. I ask older players all the time, man. Hey, man, tell me about the guy. B, he the real deal. 
quite as it could be. You might be the best player in the league. This is what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Well, there you have it. That's what every, I expect every, to see this weekend. Every coach I've asked in this league, hey, man, how good is Jokic? B, he's a, he's a load down there. This is what, These are my conversations. Yeah, Boogie, now, Boogie called him a load, said one of the best bigs he's ever seen. See, it's hard who's to Who's disrespecting him? Mm-hmm. All the people doing the work hold him in the highest regard. Oh, the people who just watching me work on the treadmill is telling me <laughs> they don't matter. They not on the treadmill. Yeah. yeah. I haven't met a player or coach or executive yet didn't tell me that this guy is one of the top three or four players in the NBA. I'm trying to find out who's disrespecting him. Mm-hmm. That's good to hear. I'm trying to find somebody who told me he didn't earn the MVP. He earned that MVP last year. Yeah. No doubt. Who? Tate, where he at? Where the ghost? I'm looking for this ghost. Where he at? <laughs> Let me find somebody who'll tell me that's a that's a false that's a false MVP. No, that man earned that MVP. Yeah, and he might get another one. Show me somebody who said he didn't he don't deserve that MVP. Show me. I want to hear this guy's argument. I think it's Stephen A. He he might be man. Young. That dude Jokic. <laughs> Let me tell y'all, man. They can sit there and talk. Prove it. Yeah. Yo, you prove it. That he, you, now you will get me fired up. See, you getting me too fired up, man. We supposed to try to, we, we supposed to be ending the show. Well, there you go. But uh, this weekend, though, I think those three. Man, hold me watch. back, Midas, Midas. <laughs> Don't let me get after Tate, man. Embiid, Embiid, Giannis, man. Jokic. Those are the three. Man, y'all talk about this man, Jokic, man, Jokic, man, man. Tate. I'm excited. Tate. <laughs> I, I don't want to hear that come through your mouth again. All right. I won't these, say that. N- these false narratives. I won't say it. Who? It's the media. Now you're going to make me have to go to an NBA game now next week <laughs> when the season starts. Because we're going to ask these coaches, do you believe that Jokic wasn't deserving of the MVP? I want to find somebody who would say that, that play in that league. <laughs> I wish I would hear somebody say Jokic didn't deserve it last year. Come on. I hope they won't say that. I don't think they would. No, your job is to prove it. Yeah. That man there came out and played. Did he miss a game last year? No, I don't think so. And that's the difference, you know what I mean? This guy, like he and Giannis, I mean, I'm happy that Embiid's been healthy, but Giannis and Jokic do not miss games either. I mean, that is uh, another level of uh, what we're talking about when it, when you take that superstar jump. But I think those three are competing for the MVP this weekend. I'm excited to see the Cleveland guys, Garland and Jared Allen in the game. So it'll be a fun week, weekend, BJ, All-Star weekend. Anything else before we get out of here? Tate, when in water, my friend. But you got me fired up now. Now I got to go watch tape. Now I got to go watch tape. <laughs> well, we got to make waves, and we will see you early next week. 